I'm Jonathan Kim, and this is Rethink Reviews, where we take a deeper look at current and past films and how they relate to the world today. I've got to hand it to you, Salmanch. You've got guts. Stealing from the Burgermeister. Keep it down. I'm not stealing. I'm borrowing. Well, whatever you're borrowing, just wish you let me in on it. It's not what you think. Then, what is it? I'm borrowing books. That's all. Books? Are you nuts? When I reviewed 12 Years a Slave, I said that it might help America come to grips with the horrors of slavery and our nation's racist roots if slavery was addressed more often in films the way the Holocaust and Nazism have been portrayed in popular entertainment. Those films left little doubt amongst a worldwide audience, regardless of one's interest in history, that the Nazis' goals, beliefs, and methods were an absolute wrong and a crime against humanity. That said, with seemingly every aspect of this tragedy examined exhaustively, is it possible that all the lessons of World War II have been presented and there are no new stories left to tell? And does this explain why would-be Oscar bait like The Book Thief, which follows an orphaned girl in a World War II-era German village, feel so mawkish and unnecessary? Based on Marcus Zusak's best-selling novel, The Book Thief is about an illiterate nine-year-old girl named Liesel, played by a plucky, big-eyed Sophie Nelise, whose communist mother seeks to protect Liesel by sending her to live in an idyllic German village. Her foster parents are Hans, a kind and playful house painter played by Jeffrey Rush, and Rosa, a mean, brusque laundress played by Emily Watson. With Liesel heartbroken over her absent mother and the death of her younger brother, Hans consoles her by teaching her to read from a book she had stolen. Books, as you'd imagined, wind their way throughout The Book Thief, as Liesel goes on to steal another book from a book-burning rally and more books from the mayor's wife, played by Barbara Auer, who soothes her sadness over her dead son by giving Liesel access to her personal library. From what I've gathered from the novel's Wikipedia page, the redemptive and destructive power of words is the book's main theme. Unfortunately, this gets lost among the film's several subplots, which often makes The Book Thief feel like a curiously sanitized take on some of Holocaust movies' biggest clichés. Did I mention that The Book Thief is narrated by Death? That's right, Death himself, voiced by Roger Allen, as a gentle and bemused reaper who takes a special interest in Liesel, which is a drag on the story and seems strangely insensitive considering that other thing going on in Germany at the time. That thing being the Holocaust, whose horrors only figure lightly and fairly bloodlessly in the film when a group of Jews are marched through the town. But the biggest problem with The Book Thief is its complete lack of anything new, informative, or insightful, making it feel like it was written by someone who knew nothing about World War II other than what they'd seen in a handful of movies, but really wanted you to know that some Germans during Nazi rule were actually pretty nice, which, again, is a topic that's already been covered. Maybe the bigger issue is that, after decades and hundreds of movies, maybe there really isn't anything new to be said about World War II, the Nazis, and the Holocaust that hasn't been said, and said very well, before, unlike with slavery and the comparatively scant number of dramatic films on the topic. While it's important to make sure the Holocaust isn't forgotten, I don't feel the need to keep watching movies belaboring its lessons to the point of obsession or morbidity. Maybe that's why a film like 12 Years a Slave feels so important and needed, while The Book Thief, while technically solid, just feels like unnecessary boilerplate Oscar bait. The Book Thief is rated PG-13 and is in select theaters now. I'm Jonathan Kim, and this is a Rethink Review for Uprising. Build on the sky.